This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, USPS is on the hunt for a new Postmaster General after losing money for the 13th straight year. Two senators want more standards and rules in place for federal agencies looking to use facial recognition technology. And a new IG report finds Veterans Affairs put millions of veterans and service members at risk for identity theft. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The search is on for a new Postmaster General at a time when the Postal Service just marked its 13th straight year of net financial losses. The agency's Board of Governors has hired a consulting firm to help them find a new agency head. The current Postmaster General, Megan Brennan, will step down at the end of January after more than a 30-year career at the agency. USPS has reported an $8.8 billion net loss for fiscal 2019, an increase of nearly $5 billion from the previous year. Dan Broyette, Deputy Energy Secretary, set to replace outgoing Secretary Rick Perry, was in front of the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee yesterday. During the hearing, he stressed the department's research work from supercomputers to quantum science. The largely cordial hearing seems to indicate an easy confirmation process for Broyette. The House Modernization Committee gets another year to continue its operations. The rule that created the committee was set to expire in February, but the House has voted to keep it running through the end of the 116th Congress. The committee has introduced two sets of recommendations and a bill that would put some of them into practice on the House floor. Lawmakers on the committee have held hearings on budget process reform and congressional workforce retention. A new bill in the Senate would be a win for privacy advocates. Senators Chris Coons and Mike Lee introduced legislation to require federal law enforcement to obtain a court order before using facial recognition technology when conducting targeted ongoing public surveillance. Coons says there is a lack of uniformity when it comes to how, when, and where federal agencies deploy facial recognition technology. He says this bill would set clear rules around federal use of it and strikes a balance with privacy rights. Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson, chairwoman of the House Science, Space and Technology Committee, is urging the president's top science and technology advisors to make artificial intelligence ethics a top priority. Johnson has called on the president's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology Policy to take a closer look at AI ethics. In a letter to Kevin Drogemeyer, the director of the White House's Office of Science and Technology, she says the council should look at ways to prevent bias in AI systems. With that, NASA will soon let its employees order robots. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The NASA Shared Service Center plans to launch a new offering that will help the agency automate menial or transactional tasks much faster. Ken Newton, the Director of Service Delivery at NASA's Shared Services Center, says robotic process automation as a service should be available for other NASA centers to purchase in the second quarter of fiscal 2020. NASA's Shared Service Center currently is using 41 bots and is adding five to six new ones a month. Newton says he expects the other NASA centers to have a lot of interest in using RPA to address low-value work. I'm Jason Miller. A new facility for the State Department's Diplomatic Security Service. It will now work out of its Foreign Affairs Security Training Center, located next to a Virginia Army National Guard installation near Richmond, Virginia. The center has high-speed driving tracks, explosive ranges, and mock embassy compounds to train more than 10,000 security personnel each year. The center combines training facilities that used to be located in 11 different sites across the country. 
The Pentagon's Jedi Cloud contract has been mired in litigation for more than a year, and as Federal News Network's Jared Serber reports, it's about to face some more. Amazon Web Services plans to sue the Pentagon in the Court of Federal Claims, challenging last month's award to Microsoft. Amazon says it's the most qualified vendor, but that it also wants to challenge what it sees as political influence in the Jedi contract. That appears to be a reference to previous statements by President Trump. Before the award, he suggested the contract was rigged in ways that favored AWS. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Air Force needs to change the way it manages its workload for airmen and do a better job at promoting programs to help airmen and their families. A new report from the RAND Corporation says the top challenges airmen face revolve around military practices and culture, work-life balance, and their own well-being. Only 10% of airmen and 8% of spouses reported no life problems in the past year. The Defense Department and Texas A&M University hosted a Drone Venture Day. It gave manufacturers of drone and counter-drone technologies an opportunity to meet with trusted investors. The hope is to create an ecosystem of companies and investors loyal to the U.S. so the Pentagon can limit foreign access to drone technologies. DOD plans to hold similar events in the future focused on key technological areas. Lawmakers say they're concerned the Veterans Affairs Department has too many IT modernization projects that are hindering the agency's ability to better respond to cybersecurity challenges. But VA's still relatively new chief security officer says he sees some signs of progress. The department recently finished a four-year effort to implement a key tool needed for the continuous diagnostics and monitoring program. The number of reported cyber incidents at VA went down by nearly 1,000 in 2018. The Veterans Benefits Administration, under pressure, reverses an Obama-era policy that resulted in Privacy Act violations. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. The 2016 policy was aimed at reducing the backlog of veterans' requests for their records. The backlog had resulted from the need to redact third-party information, such as names and social security numbers, that might be on the records. Redaction took so much time, VBA stopped doing it. The VA Inspector General, though, found many instances of restricted third-party information getting out, so it asked VBA to resume redactions, which it did starting October 1st. I'm Tom Temin. President Trump has chosen 129 members of the Senior Executive Service for this year's Presidential Rank Awards. Distinguished award winners will receive cash bonuses worth 35% of their base salaries. Meritorious award winners will get a bonus worth 20% of their base salaries. The Senior Executives Association will honor award winners at a day-long conference and ceremony in Washington on December 17th. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 